they obviously don't want me to go over the headlines about the Volusia family. Um, there was a deaf 14-year-old who had, uh, they said she had cockroaches in her, in her backpack. How much you want to bet it was like one cockroach. And, uh, that she, that she was filthy. So the school alert authorities, and they said it was in complete disarray. There was some, it, it was littered with the, the multiple animals, including two large dogs. Big fucking deal. <clears throat> and the air conditioner wasn't working, but it was 85 degrees. Big fucking deal. 85 degrees is perfectly pleasant. And, uh, so, of course, they, uh, th there was a huge police presence, according to the neighbor, and, uh, did see anything, kids, the neighbors didn't notice anything wrong with the kids, took them all away. Took the pets away too. Actually, they put the pets with the with uh, with uh, family members. How come they didn't give me that that choice to have? Oh, because I don't know. My case is fucked up because you know the police are so fucking out. They're outlaws. They're lawless. They don't follow any fucking rules. And they said that uh, obvious, obvious exaggeration in the reports, just like the, there was a woman who stole $2,500 worth of Stanley Cups, Quinters, because of a influencer, turned it into a trend and influencers. And, uh. So that was dumb. And, um, yeah, headlines. Who, who the fuck knows what's going on? It, it's just a fucking lie. And the, with the quenchers of the police, they, they, you know, they made a nice photo for the press. And it's in all the reports. They put all the Stanley quenchers on the, on the police car. And, and they made a, a, you know, a cute little quip about, you know, if you... We know Stanley Quenchers is like a fucking ad for Stanley Quenchers. Whatever the fuck that is. Um, started in 1916 and said in 2016 they came out with the, you know, who, who the, it's like consumer bullshit. It's one big ad for Stanley Cups. Hi, Stripey. Hi, little Stripey. Um, anyway, so, yeah, these are the headlines for this morning. Let's see what else is going on. Oh, goodbye, such.
Oh yeah, and the bad news is that Diaper Donald's um there was a commission in Massachusetts that determined it didn't that that uh didn't have jurisdiction to to make sure Diaper Donald's insert Trader Trump was not on the ballot. <laughs> Hi, little stripey. Oh, this is this is this is Blackie. Hi, little Blackie. Hi, pretty baby. The hell? You know, shit happens, and they're always exaggerating. They said the feces were littered the carpet. How many? Two. Big fucking deal. Count them. Give us some fucking numbers. Why should we trust the cops? Fucking liars. You know that they can legally lie to us. There's a law. It's not going to be they much longer because I'm going to get on this ballot. Y'all going to help me get on this ballot and uh, I'm going to win. I'm going to be sheriff this time next year. I'm going to fire that uh, <clears throat> Pima officer, Pima sheriff. His name is Manuel Von Satan and he tackled to the floor a... 14-year-olds, quadriplegic kid. Yeah, big, burly dude, stupid, stupid as fuck, obviously. And guess what? He's still, that happened a long time ago. That happened years ago. He's still on the fucking force. He's still there. When they charged us for nothing, took us to jail for fucking nothing, <clears throat> took away all our pets for fucking nothing, he was still there. He's a disc jockey. Administrative leave. And that's being paid on your taxpayer dollars. Motherfucker tackled to the floor. A quadriplegic kid. And y'all are paying. We're, we are paying for his fucking desk job. Because they refused to fire the bad apples. So anyway, y'all need to get me on the ballot. Go sign my petition if you're... Tucson person. Anyway, let's see here. Subscriptions. Modest Touch. Everybody go subscribe to Modest Touch. Supreme Court pisses off MAGA with surprise ruling 42 minutes ago. Michael Popak, Legal AF. Less migrants will be drowning. <laughs> and dying at Yay. the border on the Rio Grande between Mexico and the United mm. States based on a new ruling, an unsigned order by the United States Supreme Court based on an emergency appeal by the Biden administration. And that's a good thing. How the Biden administration was able to convince at least two of the more conservative right-wing justices led by Chief Just Justice Roberts and Justice Amy Coney Barrett 
to uh, join forces with Sonia Sotomayor, Elena Kagan, and Amy and uh, Ketanji Brown Jackson is slightly beyond me. But I guess, if I had a guess, the fact that there was actual dying people, a, a mother and children at the border, probably even moved the cold heart of Amy Coney Barrett to join in the voting. And so let me back up and tell you how we got here based on this case of Texas versus the United States. I think we're going to hear that a lot. Texas trying to set its own foreign policy. Texas trying to set its own commander-in-chief policies and procedures, its own COVID policy. And here, trying to interfere in that sphere that only the federal government can occupy, which is regulating immigration and border control. That's not a state's rights issue. In our federalist system between the state and the federal government, there are things that the federal government can do and does exclusively to oust even a state from regulating or legislating or, or uh, uh, doing anything in that particular area. And immigration happens to be one of those. And as, as is foreign policy, you're not allowed to conduct your own foreign policy. There's no ambassador from Texas that gets to go and sign a treaty with another country or declare a war. You'd think there was, the way the, uh, the, the Texas governor, Abbott, and his, general, his uh, attorney general operate. But that's not the case. The Supreme Court uh, whacked at the Fifth Circuit Court of Appeal sitting in New Orleans once again, that overly right-leaning circuit that is the uh, frequent place, uh, the frequent venue of choice for MAGA. Uh, they want to have an abortion ruling uh, in their favor against women's rights, uh, an immigration ruling against civil rights, and the like. You go down to Texas, maybe in Abilene, Texas, where you got one MAGA judge sitting there, and then you take it to the Fifth Circuit Court of Appeals. But not this time, and not on this day. Here's the ruling. You've got a, a uh, the issue was that border patrol it was not able to properly police uh, and protect and secure the border of the Rio Grande River between Mexico and the United States because Texas came in and rolled out miles of barbed wire, which made it almost impossible for border control, border patrol to get across that barbed wire in order to determine if a migrant was properly able to come to this country had. Uh, was was a uh, uh, had some sort of uh, status that asylum status that allowed them to come to the country had a medical condition or something like that or was drowning, as in the case of the mother and two children who da who drowned in uh, in uh, in January, right? And so in order to get to them, you got to get through the barbed wire, making it almost impossible for the border patrol and therefore the United States government to do its job. And Texas argued states' rights. We got a problem. Immigrants, migrants are coming through the border. We got to put up razor wire. That's not the official policy for immigration in the United States and border and border patrol. Uh, and and it has led to lives being put at risk. Not only did that mother and two children die, but a couple of the others with her had to be rescued by the Mexican government on the Mexican side of the border to protect uh, to present uh, prevent them from dying. And so that's the case factually presented. Right? And that pitted Texas versus the United States, and therefore the Solicitor General for the United States making their argument. And in an unsigned order today, that's how it works. The issue was the Fifth Circuit had scheduled an expedited appeal on the matter, but in the interim, before the oral argument on the federal appeal was supposed to happen 
in February, the Fifth Circuit Court of Appeals decided to block the ability and ordered and enjoined and stayed the Texas Border Patrol, from, uh, I'm sorry, the Federal Border Patrol from cutting down the Texas wire, right? And so they, they, they said, well, in the meantime, you know, we'll get around another month. We'll have an oral argument. How many people would die? How many, how much blood would be on their hands of the Fifth Circuit waiting for the oral argument? And so the Biden administration on the uh, 2nd of January said, no way. This is too, too far. This is an obvious violation of the federalism and the power of federal government solely exclusively to regulate in the area of immigration and border patrol and border control. And so they filed their brief and made their argument to the uh, in briefing to the Supreme Court. And we got our ruling today. Now we know it was unsigned, it was unsigned, but we know in dissent we had Thomas, Alito, Gorsuch, and Kavanaugh in dissent. They would have allowed the wire to remain in place, putting lives at risk. Of course. Yes, migrant lives, but lives nonetheless at risk of death or worse at the border until the Fifth Circuit had an opportunity to fully try Torture. and hear the appeal. But not the majority. But the majority, right? Which has now been joined by Amy Coney Barrett and Chief Justice Roberts. They uh, blocked the, the uh, ban from the Fifth Circuit, and now the Border Patrol can cut down the razor wire while the issue winds its way through the Fifth Circuit. Now, the appeal's not over, but this does signal from the United States Supreme Court level back down to the Fifth Circuit, which sometimes follows the boss at the Supreme Court level and sometimes doesn't. But at least we have the first messaging from the United States Supreme Court level that they believe it is more likely than not that the U.S. is going to win on the issue of, of their ability over and to trump Texas about its attempt to conduct immigration and border control policy at the state level. That, that the better argument is on the U.S. side. They're more likely to prevail on the merits of the argument and that the injury to the public and therefore to the migrants who have civil rights, even though they're often ignored by MAGA and the right wing, and they have the, the right not to die trying to get to this country. As a, as a grandchild of immigrants who came through Ellis Island, it, there's a special pain in my heart when I talk about improper immigration policy and allowing people to die on their attempt to get here for freedom. Leave it at that for now. So uh, we've got the first messaging from the Supreme Court that when we get this case up from the Fifth Circuit, you see where our hearts are at. You see where our minds are at in terms of policy. Now, could the Fifth Circuit hear oral argument on the in the middle of February, beginning of February, uh, on the briefing and rule Again, supporting Texas against the United States, sure. But I think that is likely going to be dead on arrival when the Biden administration takes the inevitable appeal to the United States Supreme Court, citing this particular ruling. Yes, it's an unsigned decision, but it does indicate that there are five votes that don't think that Texas policy of putting barbed wire up to, uh, to prevent and preclude the, the federal border patrol from doing their job and protecting lives at the same time they're trying to control the border, right? They don't think that's such a great thing. So we're going to continue to follow that 
particular case, as the Supreme Court has spoken, the Border Control, uh, Border Patrol can do their job right now and cut down that wire from now through the time of the Fifth Circuit. No, to answer a question, the Fifth Circuit can't reimpose the injunction with the Supreme Court having ruled. I mean, they could thumb their nose at their bosses at the Supreme Court, but I don't think that's a wise decision. We've seen other courts do it. The Supreme Court will get another appeal on an emergency application and throw the book at the uh, at the judges again. And if they keep doing it, they can actually uh, work to remove those judges. But let's, I don't think we're there yet. I think the Fifth Circuit, now mindful of what the U.S. Supreme Court has done, and it will be brought to their attention to briefing and additional supporting, you know, additional authority and supplemental authority by the United States. It'll be fully briefed, and then they're going to have to make their ruling. And if they make, if they go the wrong way, knowing now, right, knowing now what the United States Supreme Court majority of five thinks about their case, then they do it at their own peril. We'll continue to follow it on Legal AF, only on the Midas Touch Network. Don't change that dial. You know where you are. <laughs> Help them get the two million free subscribers, and then join me and my co-anchors, Karen Freeman, Nifflo, Fucking heartless. Wednesdays and Saturdays at eight. Cruel and unusual punishment. Eighth Amendment violation. And why hasn't Texas and Florida governors and dumping them? Winter on Kamala Harris's doorstep. Why has she been? Effing heartless, cruel and unusual punishment, Eighth Amendment violation. And why hasn't Texas and Florida governors been charged yet for human trafficking all those Venezuelan asylum seekers and dumping them in midwinter in the middle of the night on Kamala Harris's doorstep? Why has she been so silent about that? Someone said, I was born in Texas, moved away from military life, and moved back. I, went, I want Abbott charged with treason and the rest of the Dominionist Trump links removed from government. 